the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. Welcome to this new bonus show that I am playfully calling Backstage Pass. Essentially, it's going to be 10 Minutes with Terry, a short weekly bonus show that will go out to my premium subscribers every week and Maybe once a month I'll throw one into the normal podcast feed as well. So if you're listening to this and you want more of this, go sign up to Instructor Podcast Premium. I will tell you more about that at the end of the show. The premise behind the show is going to be me giving my thoughts, my opinions, and taking you backstage a little bit. So it might be talking about a specific episode or a specific guest or giving my thoughts on the industry. But for today's episode, what I thought would be fun to talk about would be what goes into making an actual podcast and how it transpires and how long it takes and so on and so forth you get the idea so if you think about the regular sunday episodes they are usually the guest and they're usually roughly an hour now the thing i always say with uh, with the guests is that i will talk to them until the conversation runs dry now, some of these guests do have a hard out time, but I often find that 45 minutes to an hour and 15 is usually a really good time. So when I'm recording with them, each recording session is usually about an hour and 30 minutes. That gives us the hour to record. It gives us 10 or 15 minutes before and 10 or 15 minutes after just to go through anything, sort of introduce each other and sort of wrap up any bits at the end of the show. So you're looking at about hour and a half for for an interview. Alongside of that, and I think maybe this is where I'm a little bit different to some people, but I I need a bit of time before and a bit of time after. So I need a good 20 or 30 minutes before the show to just stay calm, collect my thoughts, just look over my notes I've made again, make sure everything's right, and just essentially that little bit of preparation for the show. After the show, I need... Again, another 30 minutes or so just to, again, collect my thoughts and calm down. Because while I'm doing the show, I do tend to get quite energetic. It uses a lot of adrenaline. And before I go and talk to my wife and annoy her, I just need to let that adrenaline levels just drop down a little bit. So the whole show, the whole recording of an episode from start to finish takes me about two and a half hours. Now, yes, I may need to do some research on top of that. But because of the way I run my shows... I don't need to do an awful lot of research because I'm getting the guests on to speak about their specific topic. And often a lot of the research I do is listening to them on other podcasts or other sort of YouTube channels or, or whatever. So I'm finding more about them and what they like that way. So you're looking about two and a half hours for an interview. Then I need to edit it. So I'm going to have a recording of somewhere around about the hour mark. Now for me, editing takes about double the length of the recording. So it'll take... If, if your regular show is an hour, it's going to take me two hours to edit it. I will listen to it, and I will go through, and I will tidy it up. I will take out a lot of the ums and a lot of the ahs. Not all of them, because I want the conversation to feel natural. There may also be times where the guests specifically ask me to take something out. So I'll have to go through and edit that and, and try and make that into a nice, free-flowing conversation, even though I'm taking something out of it. Now, this editing process still isn't where I want it to be. Long term, there's a lot more I can do with this, and there's a lot more I want to do with this. So it'll actually increase the time towards three or four hours. But for now, 
uh, I'm just sticking to that two hours or, or double the, the episode length. So as well as the two and a half hours, you know, to actually record the show, you look at another two hours to edit the show. When I'm editing it, I also need to record an intro, an outro, and a mid-roll section. So the intro is a bit where I tell you what's coming up on the show and I ask you to subscribe and all that kind of stuff. The outro is a little wrap-up I do at the end. And the mid-roll bit is a bit where I tell you about the Instructor Podcast Premium and how awesome that is. That's then the show created. And it's then, it's done, it's complete, and it's ready to go out. However, that's not everything done. We then need to do more on top of that. So I need to create the cover art for the show. Now, this isn't anything that is uh, mandatory. You don't have to create a special cover art for every show, but I like it. I like to do something for the guest to put them on the cover, to showcase them, because that's who that episode is about. And then they've got that to take away and do what they want with as well. So I like to make individual cover art. And then there's all the show notes to write. Now... I hate this phrase, so bear with me, but serious podcasters actually pay attention to their show notes. And if you were to go through mine, you'll see there's some that are really good. They're comprehensive. They talk about what the show's about. They give you links to the guests. They'll give you links to me. Really good set of show notes. And there's others that are a little bit more cobbled together. They're ones where I've been maybe a bit short on time, but they're important. They're also important for SEO and getting your podcast recognized. So when you go onto Google or Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you type in driving instructor, it'll pick that up from the show notes and then you should be able to find the show that way as well. So that's the cover art and the show notes probably takes another hour to get it all done together. Then once all that's done, I will schedule it and it'll, uh, I'll schedule it on my hosting platform, and then that's ready to go out. At this point, I need to get back in touch with a guest. I need to send them all the links to the show. I need to send them links so they can download the episode and embed it on the website. I'll send them links to download an MP3 of the show so they can do whatever they want with that. I'll send them the cover art, all this kind of stuff. So to do all that, again, just takes time. Then when the show comes out, because I try not to do this beforehand, uh, I update the website. So the guest profile should go onto the website as well as the actual podcast itself and writing up potentially a blog to go alongside it as well with that episode with maybe even some more content for you over there. So that's the episode out and it's the guest contacted and also the website's updated. Then we've got to tell people about the show because as supportive as you guys are and as much as it's brilliant you all listen, we need to get more people to listen. And I need to get you guys aware of it in the first place. I need to promote it. So this is largely around social media. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, they're the big four that I use. Beyond that, that's also where I interact with the guest and try and involve the guest. And I will try and get the guest to share it. Now, it's not mandatory. It's not expected that the guest shares it, but it's massively helpful. And there are genuinely people that help me. So people like the DITC and Chris Benson in particular often share my episodes. So do people like Lee Sperry. And also even Intelligent Instructor Magazine are really good at just going and giving a like and a share. San Harper, another one, really big supporter of the show, sharing it. That's one of the biggest things that helps the show grow. It's not me sharing it. It's other people sharing it. When someone else shares my posts or, or promotes it, it does a lot better than when just I do it. Now, that's not a me thing. 
that's a, a, a social media thing. So that takes time as well. So when you add all that up, it takes about seven to eight hours per show. Now, what I will clarify is that I could do that a lot quicker. I could record in that same time. I could reduce my research. I could reduce my pre and post show, you know, come down, if you like. I could do my edit an hour and just take it, make it like really easy, not put the time in. I don't need to do as, as much effort and sort of scripting for the intros, outros and stuff. I don't need to do a specific cover art. I can, make, I can bodge the show notes. I don't have to help my guests. I don't have to share my guests. I don't have to give them all this additional stuff. I don't have to promote their stuff. I don't have to do any of that. But I try really hard to make this podcast as good and as professional as I possibly can. And that means doing all of that stuff. So doing all that, as I say, takes seven to eight hours. Now, if you look at that on a a week-by-week basis, you're looking at around 30 hours a month. That's a lot. That's like a week's work, right? So that's the that's what goes into the Instructor Podcast when it's in season. That sounds weird. When it's in season, that's 30 hours a month that goes into the Instructor Podcast. Now, keep in mind, that's just the Instructor Podcast. That's not the Green Room episodes. That's not the bonus episodes that I do. That's just the Instructor Podcast. So think about what I do when I add all that stuff in, the Green Room and the bonus as well. But yeah, so that's essentially what goes into making a podcast. It's not just the interview and then click send. To make a high-quality podcast, a good podcast, that's what you need to do. Well, that's pretty much it from this episode of Backstage Pass. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you found it useful. I hope that if you'd like more of these, you'd go and click over and sign up to the Instructor Podcast Premium. Over on the Instructor Podcast Premium, we have loads of digital content, so as well as getting these, uh, they will now be weekly over there. You will also get access to episodes called Testing Times. Now, Testing Times are where I review my driving tests over the month and talk about the passes, the fails, what's gone good, what's gone not so good, and reflect on what I could do different. Uh, going forward, I'll be inviting the patrons over there, the members, to come and join me on those episodes. As well as that, you will also get access to standards check checklist episodes I do where I get trainers in to come in and talk about the competencies on the standards check. That's just two of the episodes we're doing at the minute. There's a whole host of regular monthly episodes that go up over there. As well as that, you also get all kinds of bonuses. So you get the uh, £10 discount off Bob Mort's client set of learning, and you get a 16% discount off of GoRoady. So if you're using all, either of those, make sure you sign up to instruct the podcast to get your discount over there as well. As well as that, Starting this month in March, we are holding quarterly Ask Me Anythings. So I'll be inviting my guests to join me live, ask me questions, shoot the breeze, talk about what's going on in the industry, and that'll be done quarterly going forward. And I may even get the odd special guest now and again. But that's Instructor Podcast Premium. This was Backstage Pass, the first Backstage Pass. Let me know if you've enjoyed this. Let me know if you'd like to hear more of these or what you'd like to hear me actually talk about. But for now, I'm going to let you disappear and go and enjoy some driving lessons. The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook. Talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them.